up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, and holy hell, Harry, we have made it here to the end of fantasy football season. Hi, Michelle. Happy week 17. We're finally here. Championship week, baby. We made it. I can't believe how fast this went. Now that I'm saying it out loud, like, didn't we just do our drafts? Last week or not? <laughs> I, I, I think that we did. I think we did. Uh, I cannot fathom that when you're when this is in folks' earballs, this will be the 30th of December. We're staring squarely at the new year in 2023, and we are in the face of our championship games, which for those of you who have made it, let's start the pod by just like giving respect and recognition where recognition and respect is due. Kudos to you. If you've made it this far in the show, Woo! if you're still soliciting our advice, even if you're at the top of the stack or the bottom of the stack, you're here. You're in it. You're with us. We love you for it. Congratulations. A hundred percent. I'm very excited that it's championship week. I'm also a little bit nervous and I will happily announce that I have made the final round of the DQ fantasy football 2022-2023 season. And I feel very excited about it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I love that for you. Well, I, if we're if we're going to be patting ourselves on the back, I'm just going to go ahead and say that in my other league, I always call it the other league because I'm <laughs> yeah, not in the, the championship it's not the DQ one. round. <laughs> I'm not in the championship round for uh, our league, but in the other league, I also too am in contention for the number one spot. So let's there we go. go. Clap it up, clap it up. Uh, I'm going to keep the clap going for Austin Eckler, who scored two yes. touchdowns on Monday Night Football and got me into the finals. Yes. Rock and roll, Austin Eckler. Rock and roll, Austin Eckler. God, I was, like, joking with someone. I was texting my friend, and I I had just said, like, you know, I I think I'm going to give – like, Austin Eckler, I think, can have my firstborn. I think he can just <laughs> have him. <laughs> I love him. I love that man. And – uh There are, (laughs) speaking of running backs, I know that uh, for championship week, there are a bunch of studs who, obviously, this show is going to be all about, like, playing your studs for this final week of fantasy football, but uh, also we're missing a lot of studs this week, so uh, we're going to talk about that in just a second, but gotta recognize game the Patrick Mahomes of the world the Travis Kelsey's of the world the Austin Eckler's of the world the the ones who have been your staples and your roll dogs all season and have stuck with you through it I feel like that's what's gotten a lot of people to this championship round obviously Oh, oh yeah for for sure so don't get silly don't get cute play your studs they're the ones that have got you here but in the meantime we're gonna throw you some other starts and sits for week 17 Absolutely we are. Um, Do we first want to talk about uh, injuries before getting into it? Yeah, a couple of names to keep an eye out on. You still got uh, Jalen Hurts dealing with with an injury. Uh, Obviously, they are eyes on the prize uh, for the playoffs in the Super Bowl, so they're not going to risk him getting hurt. Uh, Tua's got another concussion to worry about over in Miami. Uh, While this show will be airing after the game, there are probably a lot of Uh, people in their fantasy finals that are cursing Derrick Henry for not uh, being able to play this week. Uh, Damian Harris for the Patriots still injured. Christian Watson, who's actually been quite good uh, for the the Packers, also out. Um, Chase Claypool, Jamal Mm -hmm. Williams. So uh, late in the season, still some injuries to keep an eye on. Uh, The other thing I would say is, Know the playoff implications. I went a little ham on our Instagram channel the other day and started just sharing a whole <laughs> bunch of different things into our feed because 
there are playoff implications and players and and teams will play differently because of the circumstances. So in addition to the injuries for this week, please just check and see what these games mean, who's playing for something, who's not, and look at your lineup. Check check that one and just make sure you're playing the best guys that you can to win the trophy. Mm-hmm. This is not a set it and forget it week. This is lean in, pay attention to the headlines, and know exactly who is sitting versus who is not, who's injured versus who is not, and play your studs as always. But uh, I think that's probably a good segue because we've got some studs to talk about and some potential starts and sits to talk about for week 17. So what do you say? Should we go ahead and get into it? Let's do it. Okay, so let's start off where we always start off, and that is with quarterbacks. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying uh, I've got a little bit of a sticky situation this week that I'm going to want to get your counsel on. Love uh, it. Because I think a lot of people are in this situation. I've seen a lot of people DMing us across our channels, and they want to know. But we're going to get there in a second uh, when we get to the sit section. Let's start with our starts. Uh, and I'm going to toss this one to you because I feel like you have a pretty good handle on the starts for this week. I mean, okay, so again, theme of the show, play your studs. They're the ones that got you into the championship, which absolutely means you're playing Joe Burrow and Josh Allen this week who face off on Monday Night Football. This is not only the game of the week, but honestly probably the game of the season that people have been waiting to watch. Uh, I cannot wait for this game, uh, first and foremost, because I have Joe Burrow and I love him. Um, And second of all, just I think this is going to be an incredible, incredible game. There's history between these teams. Um, And so I'm just really excited about this one. You're playing both of these guys. They are your studs. Um, Currently, Joe Burrow is number two on the season for passing touchdowns. And Josh Allen is number three. So it'll be very easy, very interesting to see uh, how these two come out of this game uh, on Monday night. But again, you're playing these guys. They've probably carried you into your championships. I think Joe Burrow has been uh, the player of the week in his conference like three weeks in a row. So you're not going to stop rolling with these guys now. And I can't wait for this game on Monday night. Absolutely. And lest we forget that the the games in week 17 are often like pretty excellent matchups to like bookend the season. So I feel like Burrow versus Allen is going to be a firecracker of a game. I'm also curious for some of the other notable matchups that might be either a mismatch or just like a general rivalry, uh, one of which is Justin Fields and uh, going head-to-head with the Lions. I mean, we all know that rivalry has existed since the dawn of time uh, and love seeing Chicago go head-to-head with the Lions. Uh, What do you think about Justin Fields this week? I mean, I like him. Uh, I think that he's really grown into a solid quarterback this season and probably will be for seasons to come. The last time that he faced the Lions, he scored 43.4 fantasy points. Tasty, baby. Yum, yum, yum. I'll eat that up all day. (laughs) Yeah, so look, Justin Fields probably a little shaky earlier in the season. He's found his legs. He's found his arm. I like this matchup against the Lions. Um, I think that one's going to be a high-scoring game as well. Do I think he's going to score 43 fantasy points again? Maybe not. That's very high. However, get him in your lineup. I think he's got a really strong chance of helping you win a championship this Mm -hmm. week. 
So herein lies the question, right? We know some of the studs are playing this week. Justin Fields being like a little bit of a sleeper start, but still a start nonetheless. And then we yep. know our studs, the Burrows, the Allens of the world. Uh, what if let's let's pretend, you know, not <laughs> not naming any names, but this this <laughs> this is a me problem. Uh, what if you have like a lower tier quarterback I'm talking like not even starting 12 hardly like breaking cusp of starting 12 uh in your quarterback position Uh, I'm talking the Brock Purdy's of the world the Gardner Minshew's of the world the Geno Smith's of the world all of whom all three of whom I'm deciding who I need to start between the three and I don't know if any of these people are necessarily startable. So with that being said, would you recommend starting any of those folks? Are there any streamers that you're seeing that are like the big ones? I've been wrestling with it and I need good counsel. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I think Geno Smith has had a great season, but I also think that he could potentially be a bust this week against the Jets. So I don't really love that play. We've talked about him in in other weeks where we really like him. This is not one of those weeks. I don't really love him. I don't want him in my lineup to help me win a championship. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy stepped into the role, has done fair. Again, this to me is not a guy that's going to win you a fantasy championship. It's a little bit too cute. I don't think you want him in your lineup. Now, again, we've talked about some of these injuries, Jalen Hurts, Mm -hmm, uh, Tua. mm -hmm. So you might be in a situation where you're scrounging and and a little bit concerned about who you are going to field for a quarterback in the finals. I don't think it's Geno Smith. I don't think it's Brock Purdy. I like Gardner Minshew. If you were able to pick up Gardner Minshew, I think we said this on last week's episode, if you're able mm-hmm. to pick him up uh, in, in in lieu of uh, the Jalen Hurts injury, I like it. I think you can continue you know, to roll with him. Um, I also really like Mike White coming back for the Jets. And I know it so sounds... So interesting. I know that sounds crazy. And I know it probably sounds way too cute for your fantasy finals, but... You know, look, he's been in and out of games, you know, throughout the season. He averages around 300 yards uh, per game that he's played in, which is is pretty impressive. I know he had a crappy week, but, you know, that's pretty impressive. I think the other thing to think about here is long-term. Like, the Jets notoriously move their quarterbacks around like chess pieces. There's no consistency. There's no one guy. Right. It seems as though he is starting to emerge as the guy. And I think this week and next week for him are basically tryouts for the 2023 season and like trying to become mm-hmm. the main the main guy there in New York. So I, I like him as a stream. I know it sounds cute and maybe a little bit crazy, but I think it could it, it could get you what you need to push you over the edge this week. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking just by the numbers and knowing also, I I think that this is important to note that similar to Brock Purdy, but not specific to Brock Purdy, uh, that Mike White is fresh legs, right? And the two games that he played in full before he got injured, uh, he did have, to your point, those 300 plus passing yards. Uh, He had three passing touchdowns in one of those games and a rushing touchdown in the other. It's a tryout. He's going to be like, he's cutting his teeth right now for 2023, 2024. So I don't disagree with that. Uh, I think it'll be very interesting, though. And if you're listening to this show and you're in this predicament that I am in, just know that I see you and I feel you and you have options. You have options, that's for sure. You do have options. All right, moving along, let's talk running backs. So 
Can we just can we oh. just pour one out for Derrick Henry for just one oh, moment though? Man, man, dude, I just saw we're recording this on a Thursday for those who are interested, and just saw that uh, neither Ryan Tannehill nor Malik Willis are going to be playing tonight. So it's third string quarterback and no Derrick Henry. I think we're in a world of pain, but pouring one out for our friend Derrick Henry, who we love on the show. Yeah, that one is that is a rough one, but. Here we are but. talking some other running backs that you could potentially start if you are having a little bit of a Derrick Henry issue. Mm. Um, Jarek McKinnon. So we've talked about uh, the Kansas City backfield a lot. There's been a little bit of, you know, uh, roulette going on back there. Isaiah Pacheco, CMC, yeah. or not CMC, yeah. CH, you know, yeah. in the beginning yeah. of the season, then getting hurt. Then Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon has been the hot hand there. And I mean Love that. that. The nice thing about this is like, especially in PPR, let me say that, especially in PPR, because this guy's not necessarily racking up a ton of rushing yards, but he is getting targets and catching the ball and scoring touchdowns. He's actually getting more yardage from as a wide receiver, you know, type player than he is as a running back. And in the last four games, he scored five touchdowns. So Ride the hot hand. I don't know who watched that Denver game last week. I truly thought they were going to lose my fantasy playoffs for me because they got mutilated <laughs> by the Rams. So what's been a what's been a fairly strong defense throughout the year looked quite shitty last week. Now they go up against KC. I just think you got to keep riding the hot hand with Jarek McKinnon. Love that. Love that for Jarek McKinnon. And we loved him last year on the show. I'm glad to hear to see him shine. Um, here's a name we haven't talked about a hell of a lot on the show because I just feel like we we don't usually skew towards the Jets, but what the hell? Let's make this a start Jets show. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Zonovan Knight, who having Mike White come back at quarterback, which we just talked about. Yep. Um, it's interesting because it seems that Zonovan also has the hot hand when it comes to Mike White specifically, right? So uh, in the three games that Mike White was the starter, uh, Zonovan Knight had 10 catches in those three games or maybe like two and a half games, if you want to call it that. Sure. Uh, but two and a half, three games, he had 10 catches, whereas he's only caught one patch pass with uh, Zach Wilson in his two starts. So clearly there is like a differentiation. And again, PPR, this is a great thing to look out for specifically. Uh, but interesting to watch that connection happen. Yeah. And definitely another hot hand moment for week 17. Very interesting. Very yeah, interesting. I d- yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean, this guy has, you know, sort of stepped up. I think we talked about him a few weeks back. Uh, I didn't really think very highly of of him yet because it was so new. Oh, your early days, yeah. And as again, they say on I Love mean, Island, early days. Uh, the, 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 the Jets, it's just every every position to me feels like a revolving door, which is, which is not great. Um, but as you mentioned, he plays better when Mike White is behind the center, that's right. and that's who will be behind the center this week. So if you have Zonovan Knight, you might want to be having him in your lineup this week. Absolutely. And then we would be remiss, although we said this at the top of the show, but we would be remiss not to call out the obvious. And unfortunately, I am playing uh, I'm playing a team called the CMC Touchdown Machine for my oh, championship no. game. So I think I'm a little <laughs> screwed with this start because I'm going up head-to-head against Christian McCaffrey this week. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey, uh, unshockingly, is just unstoppable, has looked fantastic with the 49ers, has like totally up-leveled that team, and, 
as one of the many studs who have been we've been playing all season, just got to recognize CMC for having a great season, and obviously he is a start this week. Yeah, you got him in your lineup. It, it, uh, from a projections perspective, he's like four points higher than every other running back, so you want oh, him in course. your lineup against the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, so those are some starts. Here's a few sits. These are guys mm. that I would avoid this week. Again, if you're chasing a trophy, I don't know that I would trust these guys to get it for me. Um, so the Patriots. Interestingly enough, the Patriots actually could potentially still make the playoffs. So I do think that they're going to, you know, throw everything they can, you know, into this game this week. That said, Damian Harris has been out. Ramondre Stevenson was the guy, wasn't the guy, yeah. was the guy, wasn't the yeah. guy. I am not feeling really good about their run game. Um, he's got just four catches uh, for minus one yard in the past two games. So offensively, the Patriots not looking very explosive. Uh, I do think that they're going to make a good run, you know, this week in an effort to try to squeak into the playoffs. That said, if we're talking about winning a trophy, I don't trust Ramondre Stevenson as my running back this week. Un- yeah, and unfortunately, too, right? Because I feel like he's had such a good season up until the last couple of games. But you're right. It's kind of rotational. And the Patriots overall have looked a little bit abysmal the last two to three weeks. So sorry, Pats fans. I know there's a lot of you listening to the show. Uh, but it just is what it is. And got to pivot when pivoting is needed. Yeah, so talking about that same game, um, the Patriots mm. are playing Miami. We mentioned that Tua is out. That is a yes. pretty devastating blow for Miami yes. this late in the season. Um, that said, they as as I mentioned, the Patriots, for as not great as they've seemed, do have a chance at making the playoffs, which means I think they're going to put up a pretty good defensive uh, front this week, yeah. um, which doesn't bode well for Teddy Bridgewater and also doesn't bode well for Jeff Wilson Jr. or even Raheem Mostert, to be honest, in, in the backfield in Miami. So uh, they've already been splitting you know, time throughout the season. It was Chase Edmonds way back when, you know, uh, but I, yes. I again, if we're talking about reliable and, and needing studs to win your season, I don't think it's Jeff Wilson this week and it you may even want to avoid someone like a Raheem Mostert. I just think without Tua at the helm and going up against, you know, Patriots defense that is pretty good at, you know, getting some stops, uh, that that matchup doesn't uh, doesn't feel very great offensively no. for me. No, and it's a tough matchup, especially for a running back against the Patriots defense at, Patri- at uh, Gillette. And it's just like uh, all things sort of potentially against Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm with you on that. And I'm interested to see Teddy Bridgewater, though. I'm really interested to see what the <sighs> Dolphins look like in Week 17. That's kind of I a coin flip for me. I know, I know. I, I have... I, back in the day when Teddy first had to, you know, pick up the ball for Tua being out, I thought it would bode well for Miami, but... I'm just not sure I feel so great about it. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Does it does not come at a great time uh for the Miami Dolphins, unfortunately. No, it does not. And there is a lot of those reverberations happening across the league with new quarterbacks at the end of the season and looking at pass catchers. Uh, which let's talk about pass catchers because we have quite a few. Uh, I would say one person, if we want to just start with a sit, um, I would say one person who's getting massively implicated by a new quarterback. And if you watched the Colts play last week on Monday night, I swear to God, Michelle, after the first quarter, which was, I think there were like three, three total passes, like three completed passes total, maybe, maybe. 
absolute shit show of a game yep. for yep. the Colts versus the Chargers. It looked abysmal. And thus, because now uh, we no longer have Matt Ryan starting, we have Nick Foles starting for the Colts. That has absolutely affected Michael Pittman Jr., yeah. uh, who is a huge scare last week. I think we walked away with like six points from him in, in half PPR or something to that effect. Uh, but he has just overall been up and down all over the place. And if you are trying to win your trophy and you have someone more reliable with a higher floor, I would say sit Michael Pittman this week. Unfortunately, he's only had two touchdowns on the season and it's just too much of a wild card. Yeah, I could not agree more. Uh, I had drafted Michael Pittman very early thinking I was running away with a great little steal, but he has been... Me too. He has been awful this season, and I don't see it getting any better with uh, with anything going on down there in Indianapolis. I so I would avoid him. Another guy that, you know what, big name, big names. But uh, the category here is pass catchers and big names. Avoiding yeah. Michael Pittman, he's been a, a letdown. Yep. Av- avoiding Adam Thielen, this is crazy. The Vikings have been putting up points. Kirk Cousins has been hot. But Adam Thielen only has four catches for 47 yards in the last two games combined. So oh my he's clearly God. not really part of this offense. No. Even though the offense has been doing very well, putting up points, etc. He's just not involved. And again, like three, four years ago, you'd want that guy in your lineup to win you a championship. This year, don't feel so great about it. Mm-mm. Um well, let's round out the sit category because I've got one more. And uh Unfortunately, it's been a shit week for the, the Raiders. It's been a lot of shitty weeks for the Raiders in oh, the last yeah. couple of years, let's be yeah. honest. But uh, most specifically in the last two weeks with Darren Waller coming back off of IR, uh, I started him in one of my leagues. And unfortunately, uh, as of week 17, Derek Carr, starting quarterback in Vegas, it has been benched and now we have the backup quarterback who is starting for Vegas this week there is no way there's no way that I am trusting Darren Waller in week 17 with uh Derek Carr benched I just think it's a sit no I a thousand per I a thousand percent agree with you there all right we told you who to leave on your bench now these are guys that should absolutely be in your lineup they probably have been most of the season um I'm gonna start with Travis Kelsey, because yes, he is obvious. Yes, you have him in your lineup, and he probably helped single-handedly carry you to your finals. Oh my God, yes. But it's it's just to say that, like, even though it's obvious, this guy has set a career-high 12 touchdowns this season. He needs nine more catches to set a career-high for receptions, and he's about 160 yards away from breaking his own record for most receiving yards in a season by a tight end. Of course So. I'm saying this because, of course, you're going to have him in your lineup. But I'm also saying this because these are three different career highs that this guy's chasing with two weeks left in the regular season. So if you don't think that he's aware of these numbers and Patrick Mahomes is aware of these numbers and Andy Reid is aware of it, they know damn well (laughs) where Travis Kelsey is at and they're going to feed him to get him these records. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see him get 10 catches this week. So he sets a career. I wouldn't say I, they, these guys work together on this stuff. Like there are bonuses. There are, there are, there are career high, you know, milestones to hit and they know about them. So I just wanted to highlight it to say, of course, you're going to have him in your lineup. I feel blessed to the fantasy gods that I have him and he's going to be in my lineup, but he's so close to setting a career high in touchdowns, receptions, and 
and um, receiving yards that like they're yes. gonna look for him extra to make sure that he gets he gets there. Yes, a hundred percent. So I expect two very big weeks to close out the season from Travis Kelsey. Absolute beast mode from Travis Kelsey up to this point too. Yeah. And I would also say uh, another shout out to another tight end who has looked absolutely fantastic. Regrettably for me, because I am a Titans fan and the AFC South is all sorts of a mess. Um, because of this guy, because of Evan Ingram, who has looked amazing for the Jags this season, especially the back half of the season, and has been averaging 112 and a half ish, 112 yards per game over the past three weeks, uh, with 26 total receptions and two touchdowns. Um, he looks amazing. I yeah. mean, again, I, I, we've talked about him on previous shows, especially in the last couple of weeks for that exact reason. Yep. Uh, but I think that's going to carry through into week 17. And I've been pleasantly surprised with Evan Ingram in his move to the Jags from the Giants, for sure. Yeah, totally agree with you there. And uh, tight ends can be uh, tricky to to come by these days. So if you have Evan Ingram, you want him in your lineup for the Jags that's right. this week. And last but not least, a guy who started the season injured and arguably has the most fluctuating up and down <laughs> quarterback, you know, uh, this year or most talked about, whatever you'd like to say, is is Chris Godwin. So uh, we've talked a lot about the Bucks. We've talked a lot about sitting Tom Brady. We've talked a lot about how this team just doesn't look the way that they should. Crazily enough. If the Bucks win this week, they win the division, and I can't even believe that's possible because they will barely be 500. So that just tells you, uh, you know, how the division has played out this season. It tells you uh, that the Bucks did not blow yeah. away this division as they uh, really should have. That said, Chris Godwin is the guy over there. He scored over du- double-digit fantasy points um, in every game that he's played since week four. He is the most trustworthy guy to catch the ball on that team. I don't care what you say. I know that Tom Brady, he looks for a lot of people. He tries to feed a lot of mouths. But Chris Godwin catches the ball every time it comes in his yes. direction. And if they want to go to the playoffs, you got to stick to that. Throw it to the guy that's going to catch the damn ball. Yeah, and they're going to try and win this week. I mean, Tom knows how to win, let's be honest. And I think yeah. looking at Chris Godwin and knowing that if you haven't seen the memes everywhere for the Bucks of Chris Godwin being the number one guy and Mike Evans being sort of like the little dunce on the sideline. Mike Evans doesn't even look like he wants to win a football game. It's he like does he does, he's like not going to the ball. I, I don't know. Like he just, wants to be in like an MMA cage match. That's how just, I feel about it. You, you you need to trust. Which I love him for. I love yeah, him for. He's yeah. a scrapper. Let's not he, conflate that. It's a good it's thing. Just, but it's, it's he's not he's not the guy there uh, in my opinion. And I think like like I said, they're no, you're going, right. They're going to be, you know, scrounging at the bottom of the barrel to barely make it in the playoffs. Throw it to the guy that you can rely on. It's Chris Godwin. Yeah. You got him in your lineup this week for sure. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I could not agree more. I can't wait to start him this week. And uh, listen, we say this every week, but if you have made it to the end of this episode and uh, for whatever reason... You need you just need something to bet on this week. Maybe it's not your fantasy team. <laughs> Maybe it's but, not your fantasy. That's okay. But, it happens. But to we the can best win other us. ways. Yeah, there are other ways to win for all of us. Um, we've got our Draft Queens Bet of the Week, where we pick one of the following categories between a same game parlay, a multi-game parlay, a money line, 
uh, a player prop or a DFS long shot. And this week, Michelle, what category are we taking and what is it that you would like to talk about? Hmm? Well, I'm going to go back to the beginning of start sit and talk about the quarterbacks that are facing off on Monday Night Football. As I've already said, I am very excited about that game. As just a general fan, I am also very excited about that game because Joe Burrow is my quarterback that hopefully will be leading me to a championship trophy. Um, These guys are incredible to watch. Uh, They've had incredible seasons. Can't wait to see what the playoffs hold for both of them. I like a same-game parlay, Joe Burrow and Josh Allen combined for four-plus four touchdown passes. It's going to be a gun show, everyone, and I love that. I mean, I would love nothing more than for Monday Night Football to go off because coming off of last Monday Night Football and many Monday Night Footballs of past for this season, uh, I would love to see Joey B and Josh Allen absolutely gunsling. So I am ready for it. Um, although, sadly... With that DQ bet of the weekend, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. So it's the end of the episode. Oh, no. The end of the season. The end of it all. (laughs) Go play your studs. Go win your trophies. We will not have a new episode of Start Sit next week for week 18. Uh, Hopefully you're kicking back with a beer and drinking it out of your fantasy trophy. We will be back in two Fridays with a new Friday episode to break down the real NFL playoffs, not the fantasy football playoffs. That is right. But we have so, so enjoyed covering fantasy for this season with you all. It's been such a blast. We've had so many wins. We are both in our championship rounds. I hope that y'all are in your championship rounds. Uh, And listen, we're not going anywhere. So remember, sports will continue. The playoffs do continue. So stick with us. If you don't already follow us uh, on anywhere that you listen to podcasts, really, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you find podcasts, uh, you can go listen to us anywhere. So hit that follow button. uh, Make sure you're subscribed to our feed so you get those new episodes that are coming out on a somewhat different cadence. But We'll still have our Monday huddle as we do every Monday. And like Michelle said, we'll be back in two weeks to cover the regular, well, to cover the real season of NFL football for playoff preview. So with that, it's been fun, Michelle. It's been one hell of a season. We've done it again. It's four seasons we've been doing this show, and it's been a fucking blast. Here, we did it again. How do you feel? Go win those trophies. 